Thank you, Kyle and Amy. His English is so much better. He always says his English isn't. What a blessing that is to be a part of ministry in Cambodia. Who would have thunk it, right? Right here in Aledo, Texas, we got a partnership there. Unbelievable. The Lord does things that we couldn't do in a million years with all the with all the resources and management and organization, but the Lord does it. All right. Matthew chapter 7. So last week we talked about not everyone who says to be Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. We talked about that's one of the most oh, horrific verses in the Bible. The idea that someone believes they're saved and they're not active in, in religion, but, but they don't have a relationship with the Lord. And so Jesus says to them on that day, on that judgment day, Jesus says to them, depart from me, I never knew you. And we said that Jesus is completing his sermon in Matthews 5, 6, and 7, first of all, with uh, uh, talking about being prepared to die. And, and then he finishes this sermon with being prepared to live, being prepared to live. So today we'll look at verses 24 through 27. Famous story. You heard this many times. It's fitting that it, uh, Adventure Week starts this week with our Bible school and the kids will hear this story probably in some form or fashion uh, throughout the course of the week. And it begins in verse 24. But notice in verse 21, Jesus says, not everyone. And then in verse 24, we see Jesus saying, everyone. That's really quite interesting to me. I've been thinking about that this week, the inclusiveness of the Lord when we hear and do, that, that everything is available to us when we hear and do. And we'll discover that that's the secret to uh, a strong life. So verse 24, everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and bare on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded, it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. So we see everyone has the opportunity for a strong life. This is a wonderful promise to us. This is a great promise to us. There's not a promise in the Bible that says if we hear and do, we'll be rich. There's not a promise like that. Truth is, if we hear and do, sometimes people are rich as a result of being under the economy of the Lord, the blessings of God, and it's for God's purpose. But not everybody be rich. It's not everyone's assignment to be rich. It's not everyone's lot in life to be rich. So Jesus never said, if you come and follow me, everyone is going to be rich. Jesus never said, if you come and follow me, everyone will be free of problems. <laughs> we, we've, we've found that to be just the opposite, hadn't we? Paul says, man, I've been through it all. I've been pressed. I've been shaken. I've been snake bit, shipwrecked. I've been through everything, and it's for the goodness of the gospel. It's, for the, it's just so the gospel can, can spread. 
So Jesus never said we'll be free of problems. Jesus never said that if we'll follow him, if we'll hear and do, if we'll do the things that Jesus says for us to do, that, that we will be happy all the time. That, that, that's not anywhere close to what Jesus had to say. There is no promise in the Bible that if you hear and do, you will always be happy. There's promises of joy. There's promises of peace. There, there's problems of, of blessings, of course, but we're not going to always be happy. There's going to be some difficult times. It's unrealistic to think that people are going to go through horrendous problems in life and they're just going to be just happy. We're not always happy. We're not really called to always be happy. We're called to always be faithful. There's a real difference there, isn't there? And, and that's what Jesus said. It's very popular today. I was reminded this week as all our, our church folks are getting ready for Adventure Week and working themselves to death, getting ready for all those kiddos and a wonderful time we're going to have. And, and I was reminded uh, something that I really don't believe in, and it has nothing to do with Adventure Week. I believe in Adventure Week, of course. But when, when we tell young people, you know, sweetie, you can be anything you want to be, I don't believe that. And, and I know it means well. I know that it's, it's from our best intentions. We're saying dream, think large. Sure, that's what we're saying. You know, don't limit yourself. Do your best in school. Do your best in life. But, but, but really, just conceptually now, think about this for a minute. None of us can be anything we want to be. There's limits to all of us. And I, I was just thinking about it this week. If, if when I was younger, if I thought, you know, I want to teach advanced math at MIT, I could have worked myself. I could have tutor after tutor. I could work all day long in math, and, and I will not be able to ever teach math at MIT. I will not be able to teach math in high school. I won't be able to teach math in middle school. You just the, the struggle I had with math, the letters tore me up. Geography, I mean, the geometry, can't even say it right. I took geometry twice in high school. I made an A the first part of the semester when we memorized those theorems because I can memorize. But when you had to put them to work, man, and if, and if you're a bad kid, you don't say, and he, he, Mr. Ward was standing over me and he'd say, Lee, you know the theorem. Why can't you put it to work? I said, it's in Chinese to me. I can't do it. I can't figure that out. I can't work. It's in Cambodian to me. That's what it was. I can't do this. And in and, and my second time, they really wanted me to graduate from Daniel Central High School. And so they worked with me and got me. They said, amazing. You got all the theorems right on the test, you failed every application of it. Said, I can't figure out how fast that train is traveling. I don't know how many peaches are in the basket. You got, count them, count them. But you know, all these things, I can't do it. I don't know why that angle works. I can't, I can't teach in middle school. First grade math, maybe I hear it's not too complicated but I also can't teach first graders. I would be really a problem there. It'd be a mess if I was in there with them. If, if I wanted to win the 100-meter dash in the Olympics, I can't do that. Now, when I was younger in good shape in football, ran a 4940, pretty good for a defensive lineman, fat, chunky kid. But there's no way I could run 
and win an Olympic gold. So this idea that, that we can do anything we want to do is not really true. There are limits to it. And my limits would be no gold medal for me, maybe porch sitting. I might be able to win that one. Maybe 42. Maybe. Maybe. Sometimes I can pull that off, but we can't be anything we want to be. But there is a promise that's for everyone. Everyone. And here's the promise that Jesus makes. You can be strong. You can be stable. You, you may hurt, you may have pain, you may cry, you may have anguish, you may, may really go through some great times of despair and sorrow, How, but if you will hear and do, when the storms come, they may rattle you, they may blow off some shingles, they may damage the siding a little bit, but if you will hear and do, you can survive every storm that comes against you because it is not your power that sustains you but the power of Christ. And, and that's what this parable, this, this teaching here, not a parable, this is what, I guess it sort of is, this is what this story is about. It's about how we can be strong and the promise is that if we will hear and do, if we will hear what Jesus has said in Matthew 5, 6, and 7, and if we will put into practice, we can be strong enough to handle every storm that comes. There's something about this teaching here. First of all, we've already talked about it. Common opportunity, everyone. We have an option. We have an opportunity. We have a choice to make. You can be stronger than you ever thought you could be. You can have all the, 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 the strength of the Lord. If you will hear and do, your life is built on bedrock and it can't be moved. But if we hear and not do, our life is built on sand. And when the winds come, it'll blow it away. Common opportunity. Now, there's also something common in this story. I reckon both houses are basically the same. Both houses probably look the same. Both houses probably about the same size. Both houses probably made out of the same material. But one was built on rock and one was built on sand. You also had the same storms hit the houses. The same storm. The winds probably were at the same level of intensity. The rain was the same. Boy, there's nothing stronger than, than the power of water, is there? When floods come, it can just tear up. You've seen pictures of houses just, just being washed down the river. Both storms are the same. Both houses are the same. But the difference is one is built on the sand and one is built on the rock. So there's different outcomes. Different outcomes. One survives, one doesn't. Now, I want you to see and I want to remind you that the survival here is not based on, it's not really quality of life, you know, through the power of Jesus, sure, we can be stronger in joy. We can be stronger in hope. We can be stronger in peace and happiness. But, but it's talking about survival. It's talking about remaining, you know, being able to keep on standing and not allow storms to tear you up. Now, 
how do we explain people that something comes along and it completely destroys them? How do we explain that? Well, from the words of Jesus, I think there's no other way to explain it than their house wasn't built on the rock. The simple obedience of hearing and doing opens up the promise to us that we can be strong, stronger than we've ever been. Turn to Ephesians chapter 3 and look at this scripture. Boy, this to me is a, a powerful scripture. It's a scripture of great hope and great possibility. Ephesians chapter 3, verse 14. Paul says, for this reason, I bow my knees before the Father. He's thankful. He's rejoicing. The book of Ephesians is about the riches that we have in Christ, the riches that we have to survive, the riches that we have to be strong, the riches that we have to grow stronger as time goes on. Now, we understand the Scripture teaches us that as we grow older, we decay physically, but we are to grow stronger spiritually. And so there is to be a transition. When we're younger, we're stronger physically than we are spiritually, right? And as time goes on, because we hear and do, we trust God and we do what he says, there's a transition that happens that ought to happen and our physical abilities begin to decline and our spiritual strength begins to rise. And so towards the end of our life, physically, we're not like we were when we were younger, Physically, we have less strength. We have less uh, mobilization. We, we have less agility, right? And, and, and we just can't get over sores like we used to. And so physically come down here, but spiritually in the inner man, we just grow stronger and stronger. Jesus says that's available to us. Paul says that's available to us. And, and that's what Paul's rejoicing about here. He says, man, I've discovered something about the riches of Christ that is literally causing me to be so thankful. All I want to do is worship him. For this reason, I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according, that according, measure the bank account of God, measure the riches of God, measure the, the, the big room he's got, the big warehouse he's got with all the riches of God, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being. That's exactly what Jesus is saying about hearing and doing. It's like the man who is wise and built his house on the rock. The man who built his house on the sand is unwise. And so Paul is saying here what Jesus said to say. He's saying that according to the riches of God, through Christ, we can be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, who you are. You ought to be stronger than you used to be. That's available. That's the great promise. Jesus promises us that if we will hear and do, we will grow stronger. We'll grow stronger. That's a promise for everyone. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, 
that you being rooted and grounded in love, rooted and grounded, strong roots, strong foundation, the, the down to the bedrock, you dig down to the bedrock and you lay your foundation on the bedrock and it won't be moved. Paul goes on to say in verse 18, after you're grounded in love, you may have, you may have strength to comprehend you may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, length, height, and depth. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. That you may be filled with all the fullness of God. So the promise we have in Scripture, and Jesus finishes his wonderful sermon with this, man, you can get strong. If you choose to, you can get strong. It's a simple process, hear and believe, hear and do, believe and do. Enter through the narrow door. Know me. Treat other people the way you want to be treated, as Jesus said. Love your enemies. Pray for your enemies. Bless them. Lay up for your treasures in heaven, not on the earth where moth and steel and rust destroy, the thief destroys. Pray. Pray like this. Our Father who art in heaven, acknowledge that God is in heaven. Hallowed be his name. Hallowed, holy is his name. Pray and live out. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Keep us from evil. Keep us from temptation. And then the forgiveness. Their forgiveness is wonderful. The forgiveness of, Lord, help me to forgive others as you have forgiven me. You are salt and light. Be salt and light. Blessed are the peacemakers. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. The value of God's word, as, Paul talked, as Jesus talked about. How important God's word is the principles of God's word, that if we would just put them into practice, the result of obeying, believing in, and obeying what Jesus said to do is we grow stronger, and you can have that. It's better than money. It's better than health. It's better than peace. It's better than the absence of conflict. It's better than everything's hokey-dokey, right? It's better, th it's better than power. It's better than having a big house. It's better than everyone is doing well in our family, although every one of those things, is, 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 there's nothing wrong with any of them. It's just they're not promised. But what is promised is we, we can grow stronger through Christ. How strong can we get? According to the riches of his glory. Verse 20, he says, Now to him who is able to do far more abundant than all that we ask or think. So Paul said here, God is abundantly able to do far more 
than any of us could ask for or any of us could even think about. That's something worth living for. That's something devoting ourselves to. According to the power at work within us, great power is at work in us. Paul concluded with, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever, amen. Everyone, everyone, opportunity for everyone, everyone who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell and great was the fall of it. What choice will you make today? Father, we're grateful for your words. We're grateful for this wonderful promise that we have today that if we hear and do, we can grow stronger. Father, we realize that as life goes on, the greatest thing we can receive from you is the ability to stand when storms come. Help us to grow. Help us to just decide every day that we're going to hear and do. Simple obedience from us, Lord. We know it brings you honor and glory. And thank you so much that you bless us, you strengthen us according to the riches of your glory more than we can think about, more than we can ask for, you are able to do far more than we ever would be able to comprehend. You are awesome. You are powerful. God, may you speak to us this morning, and may we leave your house today encouraged and renewed in you. In Jesus' name, amen. Ushers, please come.